This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Tell me, tell me, tell me, You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawksbane. This is a program called... The Wonderful World of Wardini Books. Yes, it is indeed. It's my pleasure, as always, to have in the studio the wonderful Lou from Wardini Books in Havelock North, which has been a bit of a whinge before we came to worry about people who won't get women um, vaccinated. We were, weren't we? Yeah. I came up with a good slogan yesterday, and someone said, oh, you shouldn't really say that on there, but I did anyway. My slogan was, don't be a dick, get the prick. I think that's, uh, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well and done, Ken. Yeah, I know. And uh, anyway, we want to talk about some good stuff. And you've got some <laughs> fabulous books. And the first one is called Kaiwa Koroa. Kaiwa the Koroa. And this is about a little penguin. Yes. And it's by Rachel Hayden. And Rachel is the, um, I don't know what her title is, but she's like the director of the National Aquarium over in oh, Napier. Right here. Yeah. Cool. So she is perfectly placed to write about the little penguins. Yes. And it's illustrated by Pippa Keel and pr- uh, published by Massey University Press. And it's beautiful. So it is all about the National Aquarium's penguins. And little um, Kaiwa is hit by a big wave and it dumps her onto the side of the floor, uh, on the sea floor. And then when she wakes up, she's been rescued and she's been taken. She doesn't really know what's going on, but they're saying like, it's okay, little penguin, that flipper's a bit sore. We're going to put you in here Mm. and we're going to look after you. And then what happens to Kaiwa is that she meets all the other little penguins. And I don't know if you follow them on Facebook or anything, but they have like the naughty penguin who's been good and who's been bad on their Facebook page sometimes. They've just had the penguin of the year, haven't they? Oh, they do that too. You have to vote for them, don't you? Yeah, that's right. Um, And some of them are quite mischievous and some of them are greedy. And so she's trying to get used to her new environment. She meets Captain and he's um, a one-eyed old penguin. Pesky old seagull hurt my eye long ago. And so um, he's in the aquarium. And they explain what an aquarium is, and then they take her to meet everybody. And she gets tripped up by somebody. And then somebody tries to nick all the fish. And, you know, she's going through, <laughs> it's like, what is going on here? But what I quite like about it is that when she finally meets the person that tripped her, the person, the penguin, that trips her, <laughs> it's like, oh, sorry, it's because I'm not very steady on my flippers, because this is my injury. And that was Flip. Uh, I got tangled in an old fishing net, Flip said, and Martin got bitten by a seal. But it doesn't slow us down, does it, Martin? Um, you know, and there's Bernie, Betty and Draco. Betty's a bit of a handful. So you meet all the penguins and it's a very familiar environment. You know, if you've ever been around the inquiry, yes. I haven't been to the penguin. There's a new penguin enclosure. That's right, yes. Isn't there? Yes, I haven't been to it. Yeah, it's been there a couple of years when we say that's new. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's new to us. It's new to <laughs> us. So um, I just think it's a beautifully illustrated book that is educational in that it tells you all the ways that um, marine animals can be injured fishing nets mm. um boat accidents um other animal attacks um and that there are places that help mm. and um get them released back into the into the wild so that's actually what happens to kaiwa towards the end uh someone's coming to get them and she's very gently put in the little box and away she goes and she, she's when she's all fixed up she's released back into the wild and then at the back meet the real cook Korra crew and uh, they're all of them there's one called Draco I wonder if he's evil <laughs> he are uh, she she had a head injury when she was hit by a car Mr Mac was an abandoned chick oh no oh, I so wonder when they get released they think oh I want to stay there I wonder if they do get institutionalised yeah that's you right know? <laughs> it's like in lockdown when nobody wanted to come out of it yeah some people are actually happy to stay locked up can yeah. you believe that 
Yeah. So anyway, uh, isn't that lovely? It is. And it's great to have a book about somewhere local. Mm. Okay. So that will be sold all over New Zealand. And I can imagine many copies will go overseas um, yes. as presents. And uh, yeah, kind of homegrown. So yeah, a beautiful book. Well it. done, Rachel. Yeah. And the sun is a star. Yes, it is. This is quite local in some ways as well. This is also Massey University Press. Um, this is Dick Frizzell. Yes. So, beloved New we Zealand artist. Yep, the sun is a star, a voyage through the universe. And now what Dick has done here is he's collaborated with um, many, many artists. And I'll tell you the local ones in a minute. But <laughs> it starts with, what, no, no diagrams? And Dick explains how all scientific diagrams have, have uh, confused him, bamboozled him. Uh, yeah, I love this. Uh, I've decided after a lifetime of looking at them that science diagrams set off instant alarm bells in the mind of the average reader, like, uh-oh, I'm about to be hornswoggled. That's right. Isn't that an amazing Hornswoggled. Hornswoggled. And so we go through Dick's explanation of the science behind the universe, and we have artists... Um, interpretations yes. of, of these things. So um, this one, the sun is a, is a star. You know, it explains that the sun is a star. That's quite mind-boggling. Mm, it's it massive is. and it's very far away, but it's a star. And yes. it's a big ball of fire. Um, and there's Dick's Maui Captures the Sun from 2000. Uh, and then this beautiful one, Susan Edger's Mandala Sun. It's hotter than toast. And then you actually get that for a start... The surface of the sun is an impressive 5,600 degrees Celsius. Just slightly oh, hotter yeah, anyway, than toast. Slightly hotter. Uh, 300 times hotter than that. Hang on. And a supernova is 300 times hotter than that. Wow. At 1 billion degrees Celsius. Crikey, that'll be a hot one. So we have science and art in a collision of awesomeness. And artists that we will know and love locally... I'll just go through it. Well, Dick Frizzell, he, he's a visitor to Hawke's Bay quite a lot. Joe Blogg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Boyd Dunlop who has his gallery over in Napier on Hastings Street, just down from um, Wardini Books. Uh, Fane Floors, who died earlier oh, yes, this that's year. Right, yes. um, who's a lovely, lovely man. Uh, Carl Morn's in it. But then where are the other... I'm sure there was... Martin Popperwell, he's mm-hmm. a Napier person. Um, and then I'm probably going to end up missing somebody. But, you know, just flick, flicking through and you go, Ooh, I've met I'm, them. That's right, yeah. That's cool. I love local. It's great, isn't it? So, the sun never sets... Uh, light feed. Where does all the sun's energy go to when it gets here? So I think, and that's that's Martin Popperwell's one. They're cool, and you could actually sun study. Cut them out of the book and frame them up. Oh, oh, you could. You could. I think I'd need two copies of the book then, so yes, I had an intact one and a ruined one. Um, right. But isn't that cool? So I think that's for everybody. It's for art lovers because you've got a collection of amazing mm. art. It's for children to learn about. Well, children and me and you to learn, yes, <laughs> to learn history and culture facts about the universe. Yes, I love it. I Just think it's a different amazing. way of doing something. What a what a cracking cracking job, Dick. Yeah. Well done. Thank you very much for that. So, who's that going to appeal to? Well, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a me brilliant Christmas present for families. Eh, you know, yeah. when you, when you open that present on Christmas Day, that the whole family gets involved in, mm. and then you can start those conversations. And five year olds could go, "Mum, did you know?" That's right. <laughs> A great coffee table book. Yeah, just leave it lying around. No one will ever be bored, will they? Absolutely. And uh, mm. the next uh, title, you've never bought one with a truer title. Everyone in this room, not just this room, their rooms as well, everyone in this room will be someday be dead. I know. Isn't that the best? I, that I bought this book just because I loved the title yeah. and I loved the cover as well. And it's, but it's a novel mm. by Emily Austin. And there's a gorgeous shout-out on the front saying, introducing the bumbling, anxious, helplessly kind-hearted heroine we all need right now. Yes, we do. So, now, 
Gilda has quite a complicated life. Gilda is a very anxious person. Uh, she's one of those people that you would say, are you okay when she does something a bit odd? And she'd go, yes, I'm fine, I'm fine. And she has massive panic attacks that she thinks are heart attacks because if I don't know if you've ever experienced a really mm-hmm. awful panic attack. It has huge manif- physical manifestations. It does. Makes you feel awful. Yeah. So Gilda thinks she's having heart attacks all the time and she's constantly at the emergency department and they just see her and roll their eyes like, here she is again. <laughs> yes. And she's not... And, and then when they say... And they refer her to psychiatrists. The appointments never come through, so she's back at ED. And um, and then they say, are you okay? Do you want me to do this? And she goes, no, I'm fine. Because when, the family in which she grew up don't believe in mental distress. Mm. They just, oh, no, we don't have nutters in this family. Yeah, it's that right. kind of family. Pull yourself together. Pull yourself together, which yeah. is really unhelpful, as we know. So she's got this bit of a death of obsession. Uh, and she had a, a beautiful rabbit as a kid, and she found it dead one day. You know, There are lots of sort of um, musings on death. But, but what happens to Gilda is she sees an advertisement for a therapy group at a local cat catholic church and she thinks oh no are they are they just going to try and convert me but she's so desperate she turns up she goes to the Mm. church and the priest meets her outside and says oh so you've come for you've come for the job interview and she goes yes (laughs) because she needs a job she's just lost her job because she couldn't get out of bed and get to it so she goes for this interview to be secretary at this catholic church and he asks her questions like do you know how to use the internet (laughs) And she goes, yes. And he's like, brilliant, you've got the job. And she's like, hang on a minute, what's just happened? I'm an atheist, I'm gay, and I've just got a job Uh, at the Catholic Church. (laughs) So you can just see the the comedy of errors occurring. Now, she's such a sweetheart. She's, She's an empath. She has just gets involved and worries about things constantly and worries about other people constantly. And that's what keeps her up at night as well. Yeah. So you've got this terrible mental distress. You've got her burgeoning relationship with her girlfriend and you've got her lying, really, by omission. Mm. And get the, job. the woman who she's replaced at the church, turns out she was murdered. So um, Gilda tries to sort of find out things um, about that too because she's so terribly worried about that. So there's so much going on in there and some of it is absolutely hilarious and some of it is just sweet and you just want to wrap this poor girl and do her dishes for her. Easy to follow? Yeah, very, very easy to follow. It's sort of got nice little chunks. If you see, like, there'll be a little paragraph of something that she's thinking about and then there's something that's actually happening and some dialogue. Yeah. And so it's really, it's easy to just whiz through it and it's it's lovely. Is that a, a book that's going to appeal to everyone? Uh, there are some people who cannot talk about death at all. Mm. Maybe they should read that book. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Now, if we want any of these fabulous books, where do we get them? Wardini Books. That would be marvellous. Thank you. My pleasure, as always. You look after yourself. We'll talk at the same time, same place next week. Great stuff. Thanks, Ken. Who wrote the book This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.